we're not in any rush to fulfill your expectations of us. We are just, I'm going to get emotional when I say this. We are just taking the time to fall in love with each other again. And no matter how long that takes, we're in a 1700 square foot home to do that. And I mean, my heart, I am so grateful that we all just leaned into this crazy thing Danielle brought into our worlds, human design and the gene keys and said, this is what we're going to do. Welcome to Wealthy and Aligned by Human Design, the podcast dedicated to helping you use human design in your business from the ground up. You have everything you need right now to start serving the world with immense value and get paid to do it. In this podcast, I teach you how. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. So today, I wanted to give you an inside look at the kind of decisions that I've had to make in order to see my million-dollar goal. Um, So I thought I would break them down one at a time so you can see, one, how decisions that lead to money don't always feel good, and two, how magical aligned decisions can be even when in the moment they feel shitty and like death. (laughs) So I'm going to get real vulnerable here and share some of the stuff that's gone on this last year that really had us all taking a second look at what in the heck is going on in our life. So when I came into this experiment and realized the importance of decision making, there was a lot of cleanup I had to do in order to make my self-right in alignment. There were lots of decisions I had to make right away, like taking radical responsibility for my part in my divorce, my part in my relationship with my kids, my out-of-alignment behaviors, and even addictions, my health, and mostly my finances. Because I just knew that there was no getting into alignment with anything from the past hanging over my head. So I made it my daily number one duty to do what I needed to do in order to make myself just right, just in alignment in all ways. So fast forward to when the family came home, because that took me about three years of cleanup. There were another round of decisions that had to be made in order to really just put us all on track with alignment. And these ones came with the same level of discomfort, the same level of fear, the same level of uncertainty as the first round. I mean, thank God I had my experiment to lean on. Like I had my past to be like, okay, this is just what happens is we have to do these things. And and I know on the other side of this, we get through it. That's the, the end result is we all get through it. But it was quite a journey, I'll say. So what I did was I went back on my phone and I looked over all the memories that we had created and I outlined them into these major decisions that really all combined have created what we have today. So all of this growth, all of these decisions, all of these opportunities to heal my scared inner child really has allowed me to see my literal manifestation sequence to such an extent That I know now that when certain things happen or I feel a certain way that I'm in the process of manifesting and it's really helped me to keep my cool when shit hits the fan or when I feel like something is taking too long. Like that's an MG's, 
I think, bane of our existence is we always feel like things aren't moving fast enough. So this has really helped me to see that it's actually moving in quantum speed. Okay, so I made a list of these decisions, um, like I said, over the last two years. Uh, and I tried to put them in order of their occurrence, but they may not be in sequential order, just the best to my recollection. Okay, so the first one was I remodeled my home. So this was a scary decision. Like I had never gone through a huge home remodel, um, but I knew that I needed my environment to be a certain way, to feel a certain way. And when my higher self told me that this was the thing we were doing next, I had to do a lot of work on allowing myself to be really uncomfortable with uncertainty. Like I grabbed Lena and I was like, okay, we have to do this, but we have to do this together. Like there's no way I can take something like this on without help. And that was before Garrick and I were back together and I had, you know, like a partner to really do huge undertakings like this. So I asked for her help and we just went in on this. Now, I knew that this decision required me to take action alongside my wealth energy formula. So that meant that I couldn't compromise. I couldn't leave anything out of my renovation. One of my, my, my life's purpose is commitment and my purpose fear in my gene key is there is no compromise. So even when it's inconvenient, I cannot compromise on anything. So when we were going through, like, what were we going to change in the bathrooms and the kitchens and things like that, the conditioned part of me wanted to be like, oh, it's fine. We don't need to change that. Like, we can leave that the way it is because I was thinking, well, that will be more money. So we don't need to do that. But really, I had to look at this renovation as what do I deeply desire my environment to feel like and look like? and allow that to be my guide, which was scary for me. And while we went through this renovation, I literally had to face a client. I was working with a private client at the time, and she got so mad at me for her perception of how I was using her money. And I did not expect this to come out of any of the work that we were doing. Um, but, you know, it was interesting to me to see how my sharing of what I was doing in my life left her with the impression that that's what I was doing with her money. And so I had to really navigate that and set some really strong boundaries around my life and my exposure to my fractal line. Like that was, I think, a big aha moment for me was that being an online personality, just like my life becomes up for everyone else's, I don't know, judgment, I guess is the best word. And it caught me off guard. And so that was something I had to regulate myself through. And at the time, there was nothing in me that like even took like sh any shame or guilt on, on that. But it was interesting for me to see what an outside perspective would be on my life um, as if I owe anyone any reason why I do what I do in my private personal life. Like I owe nobody any justifications or reasons behind how I live my life, spend my money, all of those things. But that was just really interesting. That was a thing that came up that I thought, oh, there's a boundary I need to set. And this is going to, this is going to become the regular more and more, the more I'm vulnerable online. 
So it was really scary because I had to move into a huge amount of trust. I had never trusted this big before. Little did I know what was actually happening was I was cleansing the energy of my home for my entire family to come back and live with me. So at the time I made that decision, I was like, you know, great. Yeah, let's do that. You know, let's lean into Danielle's healing. But I had no idea that my whole family would come back in and that would be, this would be our little sanctuary, our space to conduct our family healing. So the second decision I made was I bought my dream car on an intuitive hit. (laughs) So this is not something that I do. I don't just go and buy cars on an intuitive hit, but I remember being in a spin class and my higher self, who I didn't know was a lion at the time, but she was like, let's go to the Audi dealership. And I'm like, what? Why? Why? And I just was in this, I'm not asking all those questions that I usually ask. Like the mind wants to know all these things. I'm just going to follow that sacral inspired, let's go to the Audi dealership and see. What was so cool about this was, literally I had been manifesting this car that I wanted and I had no idea what make or model it was going to be. I had no idea how it would even come to fruition because I really didn't have the best credit. I didn't have my business wasn't like $300,000 a month every month. It was just getting started. So I had an idea, like a vision of what I wanted. I knew how I wanted it to feel. I knew like I had ideas of what it would look like for me, but I did not know the how. All I did was I told the universe, okay, here's exactly what I'm prepared to spend and here's the monthly cost that I would be willing to do and I'm not doing anything other than that. Like that's my threshold. That's where I'm at right now. And we got to the dealership and it was during that time when everyone was saying you couldn't get a car, like cars were taking five months to come in and, you know, people were having to wait years for their dream car and things like that. Like they were on wait lists for the cars they wanted and I was just like, well, I mean, I'm going to go see. And the one car that was there, like I tried all these different cars, but the one that Chloe and I got in, like we didn't even pull it out of the dealership. And I looked at her and I go, this is the one, this is it. And she looked at me and she's like, really? Because I am so freaking picky about everything. Like I, when I say compromise, I mean, it's like deep in my soul. I don't want to compromise. And I was like, I'm good in my little Kia. Unless I find something that is going to blow my socks off. And I told the the guy there, I'm like, well, I mean, if you can make this work, this is my car. And I wasn't really even scared of being taken advantage of financially. And I know when I was texting my son back and forth, he was like, mom, be careful of this, that, and the other. And like, I just texted Lena and I said, this is what's coming into my life right now. Is there anything that you can think of that maybe I'm not seeing? And she was like, no, I can't. So I just went with, this is the natural next step. This is what I'm doing. And again, scary because I had no idea, like, can I really do something this big for myself? So what I didn't do was worry about my credit score, which had been an issue in the past. What I did was I just said, here's exactly what I'm prepared to spend. And here's what the monthly cost is that I'm, you know, comfortable doing. And that's it. Like make it work very easily. I'm unattached. You'll see some themes here throughout these decisions and these stories I tell you around having to spend money that's uncomfortable and really having to move into a large scale of detachment energy. Now, the third decision was moving my family into my 1700 square foot house which 
is small. (laughs) They all did not have their own room. It took me out of my office and I decided to pay off all their debt. This was me following my soul 100%. Like Garrick and I talk about this all the time. There are so many things that had to go right for us to all come back together that we all could not deny the miracle that was we get a second shot at our family and no matter what anyone's effing stories were around who did who wrong and what happened when, none of that mattered. And we all decided, okay, we're moving in together and we're getting rid of all the extra debt, like we're closing down that energy portal and we're done with that. And that was scary to me because I had my own financial goals and that was going to eat into my financial goals and my setup for my whole life, my mind setup for my whole life. And in my mind, it put me behind like two to five years at least. Like they didn't come with just a little bit of debt. They came with a lot of debt. And we made a decision that we were like, no, this is what we want to do. And we're just going to use the vehicles that we have to make this our priority. We decided to just move into collaboration and figure it out as we go. Like there was no detailed plan. There was no, well, are we getting, does that mean we're getting remarried again? Like, what does this all mean? Like everyone asked us all those questions. Our families were like really concerned. What's going on with Garrick and Danielle? Because they were a train wreck not too long ago. Our poor families. But they all just, we just told them like, this is what we're doing. Like we are happier than we've ever been in our lives. And we're not in any rush. Like we're not in any rush to get married. We're not in any rush to fulfill your expectations of us. We are just, I'm going to get emotional when I say this. We are just taking the time to fall in love with each other again. And no matter how long that takes, we're in a 1700 square foot home to do that. And I mean, my heart, I am so grateful that we all just leaned into this crazy thing Danielle brought into our worlds, human design and the gene keys and said, this is what we're going to do. So that was just a really big testament to how much love that I had healed. My heart had healed to such an extent that I was able to be so overfilling with love that my husband wanted back in to my heart. My kids wanted back in with their mommy. Like it's such a testament to how healing this work is. And it was so surprising because I had no idea my soul was saying, your family is on the other side of this work. Like I had no idea. I had literally gone into these moments of, I'm grieving the loss of my soulmate. I'm grieving the loss of my kids and the family that I had wanted us to be. I literally grieved it like a death, put it aside and said, I'm still here. And I'm going to be the best person that I can be moving forward. And I won't let anything get in the way of that. And I had no idea what my soul was bringing in for me and for my family. Just, I had no idea. Like that was not on my manifestation list. That was a soul reunion. So the fourth decision was I had to move into an office. And I kicked and screamed. I did not like moving from my comfy, cozy 
house and going 20 minutes down the road to an office every day. I did not want the, we had to get extra insurance. We had to do make all these sorts of adjustments in my life that I was like, I don't want anything to do with this. But I felt like it was an opportunity for me to just double down on my commitments that I had made, right? The family comes first. We've just been given this miracle and my business is my priority. So that felt very uprooting. It felt very scary to all of a sudden be like, well, now am I going to have everything I need? Like I've got to even get a refrigerator to have food there when I need to eat. Like just making myself move out of the comfort of my own home in order to do something extremely vulnerable, like coming to you guys on a podcast, coming to you guys online is extremely vulnerable. It's vulnerable for anyone who does this kind of work. But this was my opportunity to double down on my commitment, double down on my purpose, and really just move into my next level. And then we all made a decision as a family to get really clear on our family vision. So we spent about a year just reveling in the miracle that was our lives. We spent a lot of time healing, spent a lot of time traveling. We spent a lot of time just in this miracle. And what we didn't have as a family, we realized as the year closed, was our full family vision. Like what does each member of our family want out of life? Like what does my soon-to-be graduated 18-year-old daughter want out of her life? Now that she sees what's possible, like we saw in real time Anything in our life is possible. Our family had just come back together. That never seemed possible to anybody. So now we have this new breath on life. Like, okay, what else do we want, right? The kids are young. I mean, they're 20s and Chloe's just 18. Like, what do you want out of your life? And how can we help you create that roadmap to get there? Like, I'm seeing all this success with my clients. The best success is bringing that to my family and being like, listen, this is how it works. You can have what you want. Do you want it? Do you even know what you want? And let's create a roadmap to get there and let's use these tools that pulled our family out of mayhem and chaos to get that for you. So we got really clear on that. I didn't include this as one of the decisions, but one of the best decisions I made was investing in a mentor at that time and really just seeing the content that he was sharing and the words that were coming through him and his team as like divine intervention into my life. Like I literally see that as, and that's funny, I didn't even write that as a decision here, but I literally see that as like that was the catalyst to putting us into this life we sit in today. And I can remember that investment being very scary for my family. Like I had invested like that before in my business. And so when I told everybody, this is what we're doing, we're investing in this mentor and it's this much money, I remember them being like, okay, well, we trust you. Like, of course they see in real time, it's all working, but I think it threw Garrick, I know, a little bit on the edge of like, what are we doing right now? But of course, everyone just trusted. That's what we needed to do. And then the sixth decision was putting the Aura Accelerator out. So that decision I had waited on for a while. She brought me that decision in the middle of some launches I was doing. And I was like, I'll do that later. I'll get to it later. I'm busy. But 
finally, it became very clear when we got back from this event with our mentor that this was the thing the world needed and I needed to get off my butt, really, and do it. And that was scary because I didn't feel like it was the right time. I wanted more time. I wanted to make sure it was perfect. I was obsessing about, well, what is the value here? Like, what are we, what are we going to be giving somebody? And I just followed this intuitive hit one morning. I'll never forget it. I was sitting in my room and I was finishing up my meditation and I got this inspired hit. Like, it's time to do it now and release it over eight weeks. And I remember like, oh, that that's the how. Like, that's the how. Like, but I had been so in my resistance to it that I didn't allow the how to come and that literally the how every week came. And I remember thinking, like, I don't even have time in my calendar to make room for something like this. How is this going to fit in my calendar? Like, even Noah was like, mom, we're going to have to move this, that, the other. We're, I'm not seeing how this is going to work. And I'm like, it's got to be done. So that means there is a way to make it work. Let's just start making it work and let's see the how as we go and finish it. And I got to say, the Aura Accelerator is crazy valuable. Like there is no one out there combining human design and the gene keys like I do. There's just no one out there doing that for the investment that we were offering it at. Like there's just nothing out there on the market for that. And then the results we saw people create <laughs> from the Aura Accelerator blew me away. People were making money right and left just from this course. Well, it's that time again. I've opened up applications to my private Inner Circle Mastermind room beginning January 2024. This room is for those of you who are ready to not just smash your income goals with less hustle and lifestyle compromise, but for those looking to step into meaningful work in the world. This round, I'm hosting a two-day live event in beautiful, sunny SoCal, where we'll meet face-to-face -face and collaborate to embody a deeper state of wealth energy as we head into the next level of your success. Due to the high-touch nature of this room, we give you our all for the entire six months. Space is limited. Applications close November 30th, so find out everything you need to know at the link in the show notes. I can't wait to see who I get to lock arms with in 2024. And I thought, oh my gosh, that was what I was holding myself back from. Like just my mind keeping me from making this decision had kept me from other people making money from the information they needed in the Aura Accelerator. So that was a huge lesson for me. So another decision I had to make was I had to come to the realization that I could no longer employ my creative director, my social media team. And this had been something that my intuition had brought me like for months and I did not want to see as truth, but it finally came down to a decision that I had to make in order to keep my brand in alignment with its overall mission, which is ultimately integrity. And what I was able to glean from this one decision was that I have this higher sense of trust in myself when I'm knowing that I'm allowing myself to hang on to something that just isn't in my best and highest good, that just isn't in alignment with my higher vision. So I now know this at such a deep level. I mean, really, this is around my open spleen and becoming wise here around who is good, what is good, and what just isn't in alignment for me any longer. And now I know what it looks and feels like viscerally when I'm 
caught up, really just caught up in allowing people to take advantage of my value and not quite realizing the value that I carry for myself. And this decision was made after some things came to light and some untruths were discovered and ultimately then more untruths. Again, it just really allowed me to know the difference between my mind and my spleen awareness. And ultimately this year was a lot of letting go of the things that are just not in alignment with our bigger vision and allowing the new higher frequency people, environments, ways of behaving to come in and take its place. So it really has allowed me to get way more intentional with my brand presence, my creative flow inside my rooms. And it's really freed me up to see the value that my family holds inside their own unique roles, which I'm going to talk about a little later in this podcast. And letting this role go allowed me to see what my brand actually needs to flourish and created space for who is actually capable of holding that big vision for us. Now, decision number eight was I set a huge boundary with a client who abruptly asked for a refund. So after months of trying to figure this out, after, I mean, lots of energy and time spent, really wasted, I had to say no. And this came out of nowhere. This ask came out of nowhere. Um, There was no reason or communication as to this sudden change of direction. You know, she was one of my best clients and our work was taking off. But when this came up, We as a team made a decision to uphold yet again our commitment to alignment, right? We honor our commitments to our people and we're just not in control when they can't honor theirs. And I'm telling you all of this on a podcast and revealing something that is deeply personal to us only to be a way shower, to really just give you permission to do what you need to do in your own brand and in your own heart, right? We all have a right to run our businesses as we see fit and to not feel threatened by refund requests, especially as coaches and as small business owners, that our value and our standard is protected and something like this doesn't have any room to throw us off our vision. Now, and we don't even get asked for refunds like ever. That's why this one took me by complete surprise. My clients resign all the time and keep going. But for some, the work that we do with revealing this magnetic state of existence works so incredibly well that it threatens the people in their lives and that can cause them to stop. So ultimately, we've cleaned up this relationship and we've come to an agreement and, you know, all parties are in alignment ultimately. But this was really an opportunity to double down on my commitment to my brand. And this set off all sorts of standards that we now adhere to in our brand, um, a way of operations that we've dialed in on, and ultimately allowed my CEO and COO to step deeper into their role, which leads me to my next decision. Okay, so decision number nine was I decided to put my family into major roles into our brand development. So like Noah is a literal CEO of our brand and Garrick is the COO and he oversees all the operations. And this was scary because I basically was handing over the details, the goings on, the operations of everything in my brand and admitting at that point that I could not go any higher, do any more without help. 
And we just saw where each member of our family had actually trained without being in formal training for this role in the brand. And we put Jaden in as social media production. And I've never seen better growth in my podcast, in my social media development. I've never seen my system so organized, so clean. When I ask Noah for something like, hey, I want to do an event, it's like the next day we've figured it out and he has this whole outline of what he needs for me. It's like I've never been more organized in my life. And for a manifesting generator, this is how I believe we get to our next quantum shift is getting someone in there to organize us so that we can keep going. Okay, then this 10th decision, this is another story because we have been on this, well, I better not say we. I have been on a mission ever since I have become so sensitive and so empathic and in my work with my medicine, I have realized that I cannot be anywhere there is not nature. Like it is just painful to me to be anywhere that is not surrounding myself in nature. So we had been following, similar to how I got the car, like I've just been following my sacral nudges and sacral hits and all these different events we were going to and different things we were doing on the weekend. And one of the weekends, Garrick and I found a piece of property. And I looked at him and he looked at me and we both just were like mesmerized. We were like, we had no idea something like this existed in the town we live in. We had no idea. Both of us fell in love with this land. We fell in love with the owner and we made plans to make this our land. And then she pulled out of the deal. She didn't want anything to do with it. It was another flip of the switch. This was the same timing as this happened with my previous client. It was kind of like this, ugh, oh my gosh, punch in the gut feeling. And I was very, very confused with the universe. Like, why would you have led me there? Why would everything have been so perfectly in place for us to basically receive this, this land and then only for you to take it away from us? And I lived in, I literally went through a death. So I patterned out like all of the things that have ever happened in my life, like the big manifestations that come through, like when I had my daughter. Well, first of all, I had a miscarriage before I even got my daughter. I had to wait a year for my daughter to come after Garrick and I experienced a miscarriage. And I just didn't understand. Like there's just such this loss, this death feeling you go through. It's like, I know she like wasn't a full born baby, but that miscarriage, I mean, I grieved the loss of this little being because I knew that I had a daughter coming in. I just knew it. And I thought, well, you know, do I not trust my intuition? Like how is a woman supposed to operate when she gets these knowings, these deep soul knowings? Like there is no doubt when we feel these things in our bodies and then for it to be taken. It's like, well, wait a minute. Was I wrong? Did I misread my body? Where did I go wrong? Right? There's this, all this stuff that goes on when something like that happens. And when this happened with that land, I just, and my client, and we had another client who pulled some funky shit. And I was like, what is going on here? Like, where am I missing what I'm being guided into. Like, I feel like I'm really leaning in here 
why is all the lesson that I'm healing my heart? And that's the thing. That's the thing for me is I get led to things and I fall in love and all my passion and my commitment goes into these things. And then my heart gets broken. And then I have to go putting the pieces of my heart back together. But I got to tell you, now that this has happened so many times, there is nothing in this world that could come to me that I could not heal around. Thank you, Gene Keys. Thank you, Human Design, for that. Also, I'm shout out to myself. Thank you, Paid Method, because without that thing, I would not I would not feel like I do right now and be able to talk about it. Like I'm emotional because I can, I, have, I can still remember feeling, but I am healed from these things. In fact, after this land fell through, I mean, guys, I was in this pit of despair. I told my kids, like I cried for months saying I cannot be without land. We even looked to go rent places where I could be in land. Like it's a physical thing for me. It's not an option. And then we ended up finding, this is going to make me emotional again, we ended up finding huge acreage right behind my house where I can literally go get my fill on land any time I want. It's literally right behind my house. My kids and I can go over there. Garrick and I do our morning walks over there, our meditations over there. Jade and I are now filming my content over there. It's like home to me. And the reason I bring up this land again is because... We're now, I'm totally detached from this land. Like I'm telling you, this pearl gate of 42, just detachment energy, I've got it on lock. Now I know there's always another freaking level, but I'm really saying that I, as I'm saying this right now, I'm like, God, please don't make me go through this again soon. (laughs) Because I'm really feeling like I'm detached, like I can take or leave it. But this land is circling us again. And I, again, I feel like, okay, this is where I could take or leave it, can bring it to me or not bring it to me. Kind of like when I grieved the loss of, you know, my miscarriage, I was like, I know that there is a, a little girl waiting and she's picking her time to come and it's not in my hands. Same thing with this thing that's coming next. It's just like, I know the land's coming. It's not in my hands, but it'll work itself out and thank God I'm detached around it. So decision number 11 was I had to fire my hairstylist. (laughs) I mean, my kids laugh so hard at this being one of my like crux of my year. But what I realized was that my hair and the way I feel about my hair is actually important to me. (laughs) It took me a long time to get to a position where I actually love my red hair. I was made fun of as a kid for having red hair. I always told my mom, like, when I get older, I'm going to bleach my hair blonde and I'm going to have more fun like blondes. And it was a long road to falling in love with my hair. So this was a gut-wrenching decision to make. I had been with this person for over 20 years and I had just really known that I had needed to make this decision, that there was a change that I had to make long before I actually made it. And I held on to it longer than I needed to. Again, my open spleen. I didn't really want to make it out of pure laziness, out of convenience. But what I realized I needed to do was let this relationship evolve and transform into another form. And this really allowed me to take ownership 
again of my purpose sphere, really in just not compromising my standards. You might be hearing some talk in the background because now I'm in my home office and my lovely hubby is in his office right next door to us. So I hope it doesn't distract too much from the episode. There's a lot of going ons here now that I'm back home. So there was an incident that happened that had me yet again looking at who I was surrounding myself with, and I just couldn't allow that to be something that I would tolerate any longer. Like I said, super inconvenient, but I was being brought to this part in my life to again make another hard decision. And this might not seem like a big deal to anyone. If you're listening, you're like, really, your hair, Danielle? But it was a huge decision for me. And it was one of those pivotal moments that really allowed me to up-level my awareness around a truth about myself that I was denying for a really long time. So number 12 was I made my channeling and plant medicine journeys way more public. And that was scary because that's a very private part of my life. Like we really enjoy it. Uh, between me and my family and my private clients. Like this is a huge part of what we do behind the scenes over here. This is how we're able to create such magical results because it truly is magical to me, these quantum shifts just on literal divine inspiration. And so I've decided to make it more public and it feels very vulnerable. It feels very raw. It feels very new. I've already have some of you ask me like, what is your plant medicine routine? Um, you know, like wanting to know what I recommend and things like that. And that's just a legal thing that now we're navigating and figuring out because I do take my presence in your life as a responsibility to you. And I really want to make sure that I am not infringing on any legal anything, because if it were up to me, it would just be like, of course you go do da 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 da. And of course you honor your commitments and do what you're going to say. And we may not even need any legal things holding us to our words and our commitments, but that's just not the world we live in. It's very clear. And I know that my family has made it to where I can be who I am and be able to say what I say and do the work that I do with legal protection and with all my I's dotted and T's crossed, right? It's like, this is the life I get to do all of this stuff, be the most authentic me. And the men in my life are all about protecting that. So decision number 13 is we moved the kids out. And that was scary because again, financially, that's not something we wanted to do right away. Like I wanted to do something different. My mind has other plans, right? But this fell into our laps in such a beautiful kismet way. And the kids all fell in love with this place. And it was it like hit my requirements. I was like, all right, if you guys are moving out, you're not taking my little girl more than 20 minutes away from me. And you're not, um, and you have to come over at least once a week for dinner so we can have our family um, like our sacred family. I don't want our sacred family to get disrupted. And they're literally four miles, not four miles, they're four minutes down the road and they've already been over. They haven't even been gone a week and they've already been over like three times looking in our cabinets, wondering where the food is, getting stuff out of the pantry. It's just so funny. And Garrick and I are just looking at each other like, wow, we just never thought we would get here. And here we are. And the biggest blessing to me, and I know we'll talk more about this on our podcast, but is that I feel so safe 
now that my kids are out of the house and I never felt safe. When my boys moved out of this state, I was like, what is going to happen to them in Las Vegas and in the scroungy parts of Colorado? Like what's going on with my babies? And now I feel like they are men living men lives out on their own. It feels like such a full circle mama moment for me. Decision number 14 is we close down the high frequency formula for new enrollments. And this, you all know if you've been following my journey, this formula is my baby. It's something that the inner circle still gets lifetime access to. It's it's not that it's not working behind the scenes, but we've taken our foot off the gas with advertising, marketing, and selling this because we're making some big big changes in our brand in this next year. We're being guided to do that. And instead of me doing the thing that Danielle likes to do and being like, well, no, we don't have time or we're busy, I'm listening and I'm following that. So we've closed that down and that actually felt like it was time. That actually felt like closure and it didn't feel scary to me. It felt like, yeah, there's a new version of that that's coming out. And I think this is more my version of the inner circle, really. Number 15 is I changed my mind on a lot of my business moves, but especially on my monthly decision to launch the Aura Accelerator. I had made a decision. I'm going to launch the Aura Accelerator for a year and then put it on Evergreen. I decided to stop doing that because the way we had launched it and we were seeing people come, everyone loved it. Everyone loved the payment plans, and then a lot of people decided not to hold their agreement to payment plans, and so we decided, we're done with that. We're going to figure out how to um, launch and sell that next year, but we're no longer taking payment plans, and that's one of the big things I coach in my inner circle around and in the formula room is we just don't have time to be putting our team efforts around making sure you're upholding a decision you made. Like, that's not my responsibility. So number 16 is... I went all in on the inner circle. Now, next year, a lot of my year is going to be these inner circle women results, locking arms in this bigger one-on-one way. Um, It so lights me up. Like when I was evaluating where my offer sat, which one took a lot of my, or not took a lot of, but felt the most fiery to me, it was the inner circle. Like these women are on a mission They're not letting anything get in their way and they inspire me. Like I could choke up again. I'm going to hold it back here. These women inspire me. And that's where I want to be is locking arms with women who are just like, you know, all in on their businesses and all in on becoming these high ticket sales savants. And like just we are women who are commanding the universe show up in a financial way for the amount of value we bring into the world. And as our intuitive gifts are coming in in a higher way, that's all we're available for. Financial support, providing for our families, not having our kids go have to do things they don't want to do because they have to do college or have to pick a job or have to whatever. Like, no. So I am all in on this. Um, We decided to offer a live event. And we are not charging extra for this live event because we know the value of this room is unparalleled, especially with a live event. Like I went back and I looked and I said, okay, how did we do this in this room? I want to know how we did this. And I downloaded the entire inner circle process from A to Z on a note section in my phone. I'm like, this is how we did it. So I know exactly what we did and I know exactly how to help our next round do the exact same thing. So 
I feel like the inner circle is becoming my next high frequency formula. And the final one I'll wrap up here with is we have changed directions with our brand. And I know I've said that before, but like we've made a decision and we've created a plan to change direction with our brand. It's not just one of those things we threw around in a meeting. It's like, no, this is what we're actually doing and this is where we're headed. Because we see a world with live events, with sacred healing, family coaching, and just really helping other families kind of do the same thing we've done. Because we are very, very aware of our miracle of a story. So... I tried to do the best to really share vulnerably all these decisions that we've had to make, I've had to make, um, and just share like what I've learned from this time in my business journey. Now I know when my higher self says someone is untrustworthy, I know to believe her. I know what it feels like. And now I know how to hold the frequency of a quantum shift. When it's time for a quantum decision to be made, I know to face it. And I feel comfortable and confident doing that now. And I know now what a quantum shift really is with my entire family. And most importantly, I think even now more than ever, that what I teach inside my rooms around money and decisions and our alignment journey is absolute truth right? Like even in the times that we were feeling like, oh my gosh, the business might be failing when months seemed rocky, you know, I doubled down on my worthiness. And this time we did it as a million dollar family united unit. So I hope this was helpful. Really my hope in sharing this with you is, you know, like I said, to allow you to see how even when decisions are hard, gut-wrenching, even maybe feel like, uh, this is inconsequential. How is this even going to matter for the long term? The end result of making those hard decisions really allows you to step into the real life miracle of everything you could ever want on the other side. All right, everybody, we're going to come at you this month with lots of fun family episodes, valuable content to close out your year. We have a couple of spots left in the inner circle. So if you've been contemplating this as your next step, I want to invite you to apply at the link in the show notes and I will see you next week. Cheers to staying wealthy through alignment. All right. Thank you for listening. If you feel like throwing some amazing karma out there, go ahead and leave a thoughtful review for this podcast and share it with one of your business besties. You can find more of me on TikTok, Instagram, and in my Facebook group. Find all the links in the show notes to never miss what's coming next over here. 